You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's talk a little baseball. And it looks like the postseason picture has almost been completely painted, though there are a few things still very much wide open. And let's start with the National League wild card. We have four teams in contention, for all intents and purposes, for two spots. Right now, Arizona has a one-game lead over everyone else as far as that cut line. The Chicago Cubs are right on the cut line, so they would be in the postseason if the season ended today. Miami, just a half game back. The Cincinnati Reds, one and a half games back. Joe, I feel for all the good residents in Chicago after what happened last night against the Braves. Wow, that was amazing. It was something that Cubs fans are used to, and it reminded me of pre-World Series while you would just chalk it up, as Lou Pinelli used to call it, another Cubby occurrence, because those are the (laughs) types of things that would happen. Like, I checked, right, so what happens is the Cubs are up on the Braves by one, eighth inning, two outs, uh, routine fly ball to right field that Seiya Suzuki is camping under. There are a couple of runners on. He didn't drop it because his glove never touched it. It was just a complete whiff. He missed the routine fly ball by a few feet, a few feet. And in 1998, they were in a playoff race, and Brant Brown did something similar in left field playing the Brewers, and multiple runners score. The Brewers end up winning the game. It's like I checked on Twitter. I swear, no less than 30 seconds afterwards, what was trending? Brant Brown was trending right after Suzuki whipped on that fly ball to right field. Is that, and, and it's an infamous call I tweeted out last night because Ron Sano, who's a radio analyst, was screaming, Oh, no! Oh, no! He dropped the ball! No! Um, that's what that felt like. Before the game, we were talking Method about how the Cubs were minus – they were minus 125 to make the playoffs. And this morning when I looked at it, they were minus 205 to miss the playoffs. Like the drastic movement in the result of that one game, you had a game against the Braves and you blew it. Earlier this month, they were minus 1100 to make the playoffs. Today they are an underdog to make the playoffs. Okay. I mean, they were 90 some percent. It was a foregone conclusion. Okay, they're not going to win the division, but they're definitely in the playoffs. And now the odds are saying no. There's like a 67% chance that they're going to miss the playoffs. So Cubs fans are down in the, down in the dumps. They're a, a pretty significant underdog. 
to the Braves today. That's not surprising. What is surprising, they're an underdog to a starter that has one career start. That's the mm. thing. Like, that's how mm. bad it is right now. <laughs> wow. And it's Bra- Braves and Brewers left. And I'll tell you, the Brewers are not going to let the Cubs go into the playoffs. So if they get in, they're going to have to earn it in the, over the last five games. Mm-hmm. So what exactly needs to happen for them to get in? Because obviously they didn't do themselves any favors last night. Like, would you still bet on them? So the Marlins the game was the Marlins game was rained out. That's the competition right now. There's there's a half right. game gap between them. Marlins have the tiebreaker. Marlins have to play a doubleheader today. And what's the stat at? How many? How often do they split? Seventy five percent. It's always seventy five percent. So they're going to lose a game today. They're going to lose a game. They're going to lose a game today. So maybe the Cubs are in an all right spot, but I don't think it's an all right spot. By the way, that says it. That's a a whiff. Um, Hit our over that we were talking about yesterday at Mm -hmm. over nine and a half. So at least that happened. Of course. But it's it's not looking good, man. It is not with the opponents that they have uh, in this final week of the season. But I – I have flip-flopped a lot on this team. And the odds change. If they win the day before, Mm -hmm. they're favored. If they lose the day before, they're an underdog or it's a coin toss for them to make the playoffs. This market has been very, very interesting to track. Cubs have two remaining against the Braves, three remaining against the Brewers. Here's my question, though, because on the broadcast, they made a big point about Max Fried and Charlie Morton being on the IL, and it looks like Morton is not going to be available for the Braves in the National League Division Series. And so mm-hmm. does that open the door at all for that wild card winner out of the first weekend to be able to make it a series against the Braves. Because one of the things we talked about in the National League is that the Braves and the Dodgers are just that much better than everyone else that it felt like we were on a collision course for a really, really entertaining NLCS. But now with the Braves starting rotation being a little banged up, I wonder what that means as far as potentially a a wild card participant, someone like that, being able to challenge Atlanta. I'll say we it. Still have the, I, I did something. No. I, uh, What'd you do? I bet Why? the Phillies for the World Series at 15 to 1. Red oh, October again? No. I bet oh, the Red October no. again. So, I mean, the did Phillies you? have that top wild card. They would have to beat Arizona right now if the season ended today. And they would. And if Morton's going to be missing and the Phillies do this again, like they've been one of the best teams in the second half. Bryce Harper's power's back. He's hitting for homers again, just out of nowhere. I think they could do it again. Their pitching staff has been super solid. Wheeler's been unlucky, but by fan graphs, it looks like the peripherals are there. I don't trust Aaron Noah, but maybe he just, like, I just have the feeling, and if the Braves are going to be vulnerable in the rotation, if anybody's offense is going to keep up with the Braves, I think it's going to be the Phillies. So what, I, what was the thinking there that you wanted, you wanted to just pick on the Braves, so I'm going to take the team that's going to win that 4-5? Out of the Braves with their pitching concerns, with Morton on the IL already, and if he's going to miss the division series, Freed has this recurring blister issue. Strider, I mean, has the potential to strike out 15 guys in a start, but also we've seen these rough patches for him all year. 
And with guys on the Phillies coming to form, Trey Turner, obviously, we know what he's done in the second half. He's played like the MVP we thought he was going to be all year. Bryce Harper, it looks like he's coming over that thumb injury because he's hitting homers again all of a sudden over the last month or so. And then, you know, they've had the bounce back year from Castellanos. We know what Schwarber can do. We know that Aaron Noah can look like a Cy Young winner. Yeah, he might not most of the time, but he did it last postseason. Zach Wheeler is still super consistent. I have a little bit more faith in the back end of that Phillies rotation this year, too, just because they have guys that are, you know, they don't have Bailey Falter or Matt Strom out there. They have actual major league pitchers that I feel like can actually win you a game. So I feel like if anybody can, it's going to be the Phillies that are going to take down the Braves in this spot. And with the Braves having their pitching concerns, I feel like you have a little bit more opportunity now than you have at any point in the season prior. Would you look at Phillies National League? Would that make you more comfortable? So that, no, one, because that be if number. you run into the Dodgers, you probably just get slapped and it doesn't matter. Right. But it's just this spot. Like, it, a lot would have to come together, and the Braves are the biggest hurdle. But I, I figured – you know, F it. Like, it's just, if the Phillies do this again, it was mostly like, it was mostly FOMO, if we're being honest. I don't want to miss out if the Phillies do this again. And there's a real okay. chance they do. So I don't want to be on the sidelines if they do. So that's interesting. So uh, I, I think if you're looking for value for baseball playoffs, that's it's what you're trying to do, the process that Jake went through. It's like, okay, between right. Atlanta, LA Dodgers, Baltimore, Texas. Those are your ones and twos, right? Um, which team am I going to pick on? He decided I'm going to pick on Atlanta. And which team has the higher ceiling, pedigree, pitching, and playoffs? That's why I'm going with Philly, even though the the number isn't the greatest. Um, what about Baltimore? What do we think about them facing the four or five over in the American League? Do we just... Do we take someone that's going to be in the four or five slot? It, it depends on who it is, because I yeah. am really afraid of the Toronto Blue Jays. Something about that ball club, especially offensively. I mean, run differential, I mean, it's only one thing. But right now, the Blue Jays, uh, you know, they're only plus 74 right now. So, I mean, it's, it's not mm -hmm. massive. But, I mean, we look at ceiling. We look at the starting pitching you know, with Gossman leading the way, but, you know, you have other great arms. I look at the Blue Jays, and there's just something about them where they are probably due for some positive regression. And if they are in that 4-5 matchup, then watch out for them. But what if they're not? What if they're the six? They can take out Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? they could. That's yeah, possibly. These AL matchups are going to be interesting because Tampa's going to be mm -hmm. in that 4-5 game, it certainly looks right. like. And then is it Toronto? Is it Houston? Could Seattle enter the conversation? Mm -hmm. Are there any teams there that, where you want to go against them? Minnesota? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's how I feel. Obviously. Like, yeah. You, like, so we want the six? Do we want to bet on the six? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, is there any question that whoever ends up in that six, whether it's Toronto, Seattle, or Houston, does anyone really think the no. Twins are winning that series? Are you kidding me? Well, it might be Unless Houston. Unless fluky things happen. I mean, and that's it the might, right, but I'm saying, for you. But I'm saying whoever it is, Houston, Toronto, Seattle, sure. any of them, 
I'd like, yeah, are you, anyone I, really think tw- Minnesota's winning that series? No, but I want to know who it is. Seattle? Because right. mm-hmm. like, I probably want to bet a future on them. Right. Yeah. Easier path. 100%. I think the AL is so wide open because I don't trust a single pitching staff on the AL side. Not one. None, none of these pitching staffs make me feel good. They all kind yeah, of stink. What, what about Seattle? What do you think? What's... It was fun the to watch George they, Kirby last night, even though yeah, someone threw a foul ball at him. Like the, he, the thing with Castillo. that is like Kirby. So okay, like out of these pitching steps, I said they all stink. Like they all have holes. Seattle has the best one-two punch with Castillo and Kirby, but Kirby, like mm-hmm. he might run out of gas here. Like he is far over his career high in innings pitched. Like I'm scared that he pulls a Justin Steele and hits a wall. Like that's what scares oh me with gosh. Seattle. Yeah. You know, and it's funny, like I were just saying the Astros might be the sixth seed and they're thirteen to one. You know what I mean? They're the sixth favorite as a sixth seed. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. And you know, the pitching staff is better for Houston than it was at the start of the year. So you have to make mm-hmm. those adjustments as well. So yeah, stats and standings may not be uh, as applicable to the Astros, so definitely something to keep in mind. This is Beck Duel Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Joe Osborne joins us to break down if Miami's offense can continue this hot start right here on the Beck Duel Network. We'll be right back with Beck Duel Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Ed Egros, and Aaron Hawksworth on the Beck Duel Network.